Welcome to the SBCA podcast, Component Connection. Hello, my name is Sean Shields, and today I'll be your host for this SBCA podcast, where we are looking at current market opportunities for the component manufacturing industry and the role SBCA can play in helping component manufacturers seize those opportunities. My guest today is Mike Reedy, Chief Operating Officer for A1 Roof Trusses in Fort Pierce, Florida, and the current president of SBCA. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Thanks, Sean. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Mike, can you tell me a little bit about your background in this industry? How did you get into trust manufacturing? Why have you stayed in it? What, what do you have the greatest passion for when it comes to putting trusses out the door every day? Well, um, I started uh, really in this business. I mean, I used to work a little bit in the summers during high school, you know, just trying to get some spinning money. But once I, I got out of the Navy, um, you know, all the my buddies that we used to work in the summers with at the trust plant were all working full time in the trust plant. That's what they did, you know, while I was gone in the Navy. So um, I went back and, and uh, went back to work and for a company called Denver Trust, which was later bought by Shelter Systems and Lenny Silk. And um, in 1981 and then just kind of started from there um i moved from denver in uh, 1986 out to florida and, and where i first started with uh a1 and there was a few little stops in between but nothing that was significant and then um in uh, 2000 i left uh, uh a1 and went to work for trustway and ran the southeastern division for trustway and and then um Went out to work for Ken Cloyd at California Trust uh, in 2003, uh, and then um, worked there until the recession came. And then uh, I got to go up and work with Roy Schifferl up in Washington State for a couple of years, which was really a, a great time. Uh, and then just ended up working my way back here in uh, 2009, and um, and been here ever since. So overall, I've been here about 24, 25 years um, at A1. Um, the reason I stay in the trust business is because, um, man, it changes. There's a new challenge every day. There's just a change. It's an ever-changing environment. And it may have something to do with southern yellow pine getting in your bloodstream. You know, that you just, I love the smell of wood. And, they're, you know, you're manufacturing something. You get to see a finished product of what you've either sold, designed, manufactured, delivered. Um, and it's a, it's fun to watch it go up and go up right. Um, you know, it's also a challenge just to keep up with uh, what architects and engineers are going to, you know, come up with, creating all kinds of different ceilings and roof lines and, and all kinds of different stuff. And the challenges with that, um, making something that really doesn't work that uh, they may have drawn uh, into something that does work after we've gotten done, you know, designing it. So, it's just fun even after all these years it's fun it's still a challenge and i love the people that i work with and my teammates here are just super fantastic people so i have no intentions of going anywhere for a while well mike as you look to the year ahead what is your top priority as president of sbca well the top priority for for me personally is to set our strategic plan into place get that uh, get that squared away so that we can begin to uh, focus on getting uh, more components in the marketplace by our members. Excellent. So I'm curious, why is that important to you? 
Well, there's a few companies that, uh, you know, that would like you to think that uh, the residential component industry is some sort of newfound um, green new deal or whatever you want to call it. But we've been doing uh, green products and, and uh, technical manufacturing for over 50 years and some even longer than that. Um, it, we may not have communicated our message correctly, but um, we've been doing this a long time. And, um, you know, it's not about making trusses sexy. It's just, it's just making it more clear of how our customers' current challenges can be solved and components can be solved um, and how trusses and panels can enable our customers to build more units in less time and helping them save uh, money to achieve their sales goals and um, our sales goals as well. So what do you see in front of you that suggests component sales have room to grow, both in the short term and even the medium term? Well, I would just, um, I think I have to, you know, go back to a recent survey here this earlier this year where builders gave us some insight on how um, both residential builders and um, multifamily builders were wanting to construct uh, things into the future. And according to that survey, um, roof trusses accounted for about 63.8%, 64% in all roof framing. And although that's a solid percentage in the market, however, you know, when you account for the fact that in states like mine, uh, Florida, the roof trust market is, you know, practically uh, 99%. Um, but there's still so much room for uh, opportunities and, and so much room for growth. And, you know, there's some big examples uh, just in the state of Texas and Louisiana where uh, that market share for roof trusses is uh, considerably um, less. And I would probably venture to say somewhere less than 30 percent. Um, you know, floor trusses, um, that's probably our biggest opportunity across the country for component manufacturers. Um, it only accounting for about 15 percent floor trusses uh, usage across the country. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, component manufacturers that are getting into wall panels, um, especially in the multifamily construction market. Uh, it's also becoming very popular in the single family market. Um, but depending on where, you know, your manufacturing operation is in the country, um, you know, it can range anywhere from 29 percent um, to 3 percent, depending if you're in the South Atlantic region versus the, the West, uh, West South region. So, you know, that's where we are today, but if you look at where builders want to be, you know, in the future, in the, in the coming year, or in the next five years or 10 years, they're telling us that they want to increase the use of, of roof trusses by 10% just in the next year. And, um, you know, pre-cut wall panel packages by uh, 7% and the use of manufactured wall panels and even floor cassettes um, uh, up to 7, uh, increase to 7 and 3%. So if our industry could just capitalize on that immediate desire, you know, our industry would grow by at least 5% over the next 12 to 14 months. And I think if you look out over five years, you know, builders say that they want to increase, you know, the usage of uh, components, roof trusses, uh, specifically by another additional 15%. So you're looking at over the next six years, 25% uh, increase um, just in roof trusses and wall panels by 12% and then uh, pre-cut pre packages by 9%, there's uh, there's a lot of growth, um, which means that, you know, our annual industry growth over the next five years should be at a minimum of between 3 and 4%, and I would, I would say that those numbers are fairly conservative. 
Well, it certainly sounds like there's a lot of opportunity out there for component manufacturers. What do you think they need to do to capitalize on it? Well, I think, you know, we're certainly a mature uh, industry. Um, we're extremely sophisticated um, in a highly technical manufacturing industry. And, and most of our customers just don't, they don't even know that. They don't even understand, you know, what we're really capable of doing for them and, uh, you know, when they're willing to pay for it. I mean, at, uh, all too often, uh, we've, nobody's wanted to pay for, uh, you know, engineering. Um, I think that's kind of turned around in the last five to 10 years. And um, I think if anybody's willing to pay for the services that they get, they can get an awful lot. You know, some of the ignorance, I think, in the marketplace and with our customers is just simply due to a lack of communication. Um, I think it's more important now for all of us to be talking to our customers and drive, drive home how uh, roof trusses, floor trusses, and wall panels can solve the, the greatest challenges regarding, you know, job site labor, cycle times, um, you know, renewable resources. You know, the time is right uh, for us to let builders know that uh, they don't need to be searching for a new solution um, because we've got the solutions they're looking for. You know, our industry has never been good at marketing. We've, uh, we just have a tendency to put our heads down and focus on the work right in front of us. Um, but that, that really needs to stop. Um, we need to be shouting from the mountaintop how good we are and what we do and how technical we are and, and what kind of manufacturing uh, industry we are. Um, you know, the construction industry is changing. Um, we need to be savvy enough to change with it. And that means that, you know, we've got to listen to our customers too um, and understand their pain points because we can solve those pain points. Um, you know, it just means that, uh, it's dependent on each of us to do some heavy lifting and, and um, we've got to have those conversations with our customers. Um, you know, we've got to have those conversations amongst ourselves, you know, in, uh, in the SBCA membership, um, because there's always uh, somebody next to you that, uh, you know, may have already had that experience or maybe have an idea how to help solve that. You know, we got to look at our own internal business operations and figure out how we can offer more products and services. Um, if that's what you want to do. Um, but more importantly, we've got to look at how we can solve our customers' needs. And if we're problem solvers, then they're going to come to us for, for all their solutions. You know, fortunately, um, I think that SBCA can be very helpful in developing tools and sharing best practices. Um, and that'll make those conversations easier. And we've developed some fantastic tools um, and some really great uh, programs over the over the years. Um, best way to frame is probably one of the best highlighted websites that I've seen um, us put together in the last probably three to five years. So you mentioned best way to frame. That's one of the tools SPCA has created. There was you know framing the American dream, a component marketing toolbox. Uh, there's a lot of resources and training materials on the website, but you know. In addition to the programs that SPCA has created in the past, how do you think going forward SPCA can help component manufacturers sort of seize this opportunity in front of them? Well, um, I think I have to first start by telling you what we can't do uh, or what SPCA can't do. SPCA can't develop your local market, you know, relationships. Um, that's our, that's us as manufacturers. That's our job. It also can't be, uh, you know, your brand uh, to, and determine for you how you're going to differentiate yourself in the market. 
um, you know, that's up to you to distinguish your competitive advantage and what you're going to offer. Um, but what it can do, however, is we can collect information, we can collect market intelligence and share that with the membership. Um, we can share what our customers' biggest pain points are. Um, maybe your customers, maybe that's how you start the conversation with your customers, identifying a pain point and bringing it to their attention first before they bring it to you. You know, we should be continually asking uh, questions of our customers of what can we solve? What, what kinds of problems can we solve? Um, SBCA can identify trends, you know, on a national and a regional level and develop good messaging and materials we can, you know, that we can all use as part of our individual marketing strategies. But <clears throat> SBCA can also help by collaborating with other uh, organizations in our supply chain and having a bigger national presence. Uh, that's the reason why we uh, participated in the uh, industrial wood-based um, construction conference in Boston. Uh, this past fall, and why we're going to have a much bigger presence in the IBS show in Las Vegas this coming January. You know, SBCA can kind of prime the pump, but in the end, it's going to take, um, you know, it's going to be up to each one of us um, to draw the water ourselves. Uh, this is going to take a concerted effort, and I'm going to be focused on that all year long, uh, because I don't think there's any reason why um, every building that can be framed using components should be framed in any other way. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's the best way to frame this using components. No, no holds barred, hands down. So finally, Mike, you served as SPCA president once before, back in 2002. Uh, in your mind, what is the most significant change between then and now, both, I guess, on the association level and then also looking at the industry as a whole? Well, I'm 17 years older. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is uh, something to be said. I think, um, you know, um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of things that are different. If I took the industry as a whole, we're still kind of doing a lot of the same things that we've been doing, you know, for 35 or 40 years. Some of the same equipment, some of the same uh, philosophies, business philosophies. I mean, listen, there's a lot of people out there. I understand that, um, you know, they have, they don't have a desire to, to innovate. Um, but I think there's a, a little innovation can go a long way. Um, one thing that we haven't done in this industry, whether it's component manufacturers on their own, um, uh, machinery manufacturers for our industry, there's been zero, uh, I'd say, oh, let's just say there's been less than 5% innovation, in my opinion. Um, and that's something I think that really needs to change. I also think that's that's something that makes our industry more professional. And, in, and not necessarily, yes, I believe a lot in AI, but I don't, I don't think that innovation necessarily has to cost a lot of money. Um, it's more about communicating to our customers about what we do and how we do it and how painstakingly difficult it can be. And I would suggest that if you haven't had a customer or a, a group of customers or a company uh, come to your trust plant that's maybe one of your, your good customers and tour your facility, from the start, from the, from the very beginning to the very end, from the time they walk in the door, the set of plans comes in here, it goes into design, what it takes to get the thing designed through all the issues, um, and all the RFIs 
to getting that cutting bill and drawing done, getting it to the shop and batching it and how you're going to batch it, how your material flow works from one end to the other, how it goes through the component saws and over to the manufacturing process. And by the way, you're tracking probably 10,000 parts and pieces so that they all get outside that finished roller and packaged correctly and banded and put on a truck and delivered to the customer so that they fit on the house. It may seem like that's a really easy thing to do in your customer's eyes, but I can guarantee you it's a lot to manage in your trust plan. And I think the trust manufacturers know that. And I think that's where the innovation needs to come through, whether you understand um, tracking parts and pieces and time studies and minutes per pieces per man hour. Um, I wish a lot had changed in 17 years, but I don't think a lot has. So, Mike, are you suggesting that the, your physical plant, the, the facility that you have, and giving a tour of it might be one of the best marketing materials component manufacturers have at their disposal? I think that it's not only the best marketing tool you have. I think it's, your, it's, I think it's the best time spent with a customer to really share with them the understanding of what it takes when you get that set of plans to put that set of trusses on that house for them and to fit and fit perfectly 99% of the time. Somebody, I can't remember who had told me this, but years ago, somebody uh, used an analogy with me that um, uh, I just always refer back to is, is that, you know, in the trust business, Ford and GM, these guys spend millions of dollars um, creating their prototype cars. And they go from drawing stage to creating these clay models and then putting it in the wind tunnels before. And they could take up to, you know, two to three years before they put this custom model out into production. We basically get four weeks to do that. As a trust manufacturer, we have to develop the model, we have to test it, we have to manufacture it, and we have to get it delivered to the job site and the customer has to get it up and that's basically anywhere from four to eight weeks, depending on what part of the country you're in, to do that custom design, custom engineering, custom manufacturing process. That's pretty amazing. Well, it gets back to what you were saying about how the customer, by and large, doesn't understand what we can provide for them. That's right. We've got a lot more solutions than just, you know, roof trusses. There's a lot of solutions. And there's a heck of a lot of room for growth. Um, you know, I used Texas and Louisiana earlier as markets that, that had the, the, probably some of the most potential. But there's areas all over the country that are not using trusses. Whether it's roof trusses, floor trusses, or even wall panels, right? Yes, any kind of components. So Mike, you have also served on the SPCA board for a number of years. Uh, we, we talked about earlier that you served as president back in 2002, uh, and now you've been uh, an officer for the last couple of years, and now you serve as president. Why do you do that? Like, what do you get out of being part of SPCA, and why specifically are you willing to uh, invest all the time in these leadership positions? Well, um, you know, you don't start out, you know, planning to to be into a, you know, get into a leadership position. I think my um, my first board meeting was 1993, and um, I think for a company 
Um, and I certainly think that I've carried on the tradition because obviously our owner here, John Herring, was one of the, you know, if not part of the founding fathers, certainly one of the, the biggest influences in what then was WTCA and eventually changed into SBCA. Um, and I think I'm the only president that has served uh, in as the president of WTCA and of SBCA. So that's kind of a funny, funny deal. But anyway, um, and so I kind of carried on that. I think our company specifically, and I think I can speak for just about everybody on that board um, that I've known throughout the years, has always said that they got a hundred times more from that group of individuals and that organization than they ever put in. And I can say that for our company, that just being able to learn from people that have already made those mistakes or people that have already stubbed their toe or being able to share our experiences, um, our, you know, fall downs, knockdowns, and how we brushed ourselves off with others so that they don't have to go through that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's the biggest reason and the biggest joy of of uh, being a member of this association. And I think any organization, as long as you're sharing and and giving knowledge and you're bringing that back to your company uh, and making your company better, um, making yourself better, uh, I think that's um, I think that's really important. And I think in order for you, if you're going to take that away from there, you got to give something back. So you know, you got to share this stuff. And so that's why I do it. Um, I, I do it because, um, well, I love this industry. This industry has been super, super good to me and my family. It's just a joy to, to do it. I mean, I, I really do enjoy it. Great. Uh, Mike, anything else that you'd like to share with the component manufacturing industry before we go? Well, Sean, uh, I'd like to wish you and all of the SBCA staff a Merry Christmas and um, all the component manufacturers out there uh, have a Merry Christmas and uh, a safe New Year. Well, thank you, Mike, for taking time today to join us for our podcast. I'd also like to thank our listeners for spending this time with us and hopefully gaining some insight into how the market is ripe for component manufacturers to grow their market share and see also how SPCA can help. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate the conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, you're just another reason why I love doing this. <laughs> we'll definitely edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to SPCA's podcast, Component Connection. We are committed to bringing you a variety of information via this podcast. Please email your feedback or suggestions for future topics to podcast at sbcindustry.com. 